Snack break. Welcome to Snack Break with Dan and Tate. It's a podcast that's uh, recorded in my car. Somewhere in the parking lots of corporate America. At night. With no streetlights. Sure. No. It can be whatever you want it to be, Tate. We could get rain today. Is it just two guys talking about nothing? Hey. You be the judge. <laughs> you brought cheese. I brought a block of cheese today. Cool. Okay. Swiss cheese. Swiss. Swiss. Swiss cheese. Swiss. <laughs> yas. How are you feeling? I feel great. I'm feeling tremendous. Tremendous. I'm at the tippy top of my talents, and I'm <laughs> traversing the... Um, um, uh, oh, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm feeling motivated, but uh, physically weak. Don't get me sick, bro. I ain't. I ain't. And that's what you I get. About that. That's what you get when you work out. I ain't you get sick. That. I ain't about that. <laughs> that's true. Every... I feel like that's true. I feel like that's what's caused it. It is. If you would just be lazy, Fatigue. like me, and not not exert yourself physically, you would be healthy right now. Wait. Yeah. Yes. It's correct. In some weird way. Yeah. <laughs> just the other day, some poor guy died running a marathon. <laughs> that's okay. That's probably true. It's happened and, for a while. I mean, it could be said that perhaps had he not <laughs> run in a marathon, <laughs> that he might still be alive. I don't know what logical fallacy that is, but it's called something. It's, called something. <laughs> it's a good one. I don't it's know which one. one it is, but it's a real zinger. <laughs> what is it? Non sequitur? I guess there's lots of non sequiturs, but that would <laughs> No, I don't think that's a non sequitur. Yeah, it does not necessarily follow. Oh, okay. It means sure. Like, it means that like you're giving evidence. I don't know. I think it... Like, he... I, I, I would disagree with that. Hold on. Had he not been exerting himself to high degrees by running in a marathon... But you're missing. Like, the who's point. to say that he would have? Like, if he was just sitting in front of his computer eating some nacho chips and playing Overwatch. But you're missing the point. It's like, okay, so he died from, let's say, a heart attack. Okay. Okay. And you're like, how do you not exerted himself? You wouldn't have had a heart attack. What you're saying is that unless people run, or unless that particular person runs, he will not have a heart attack. And that's not true. He could be sitting at his desk and have a heart attack. But he's more likely to have a heart attack while his heart's. That's a different case. You're saying had he not run at all, he would not have had. <laughs> he a wouldn't have died right then. Maybe you don't know that. You don't know that. It could have been. Let's say he died at Tuesday at noon. Tuesday at noon in the marathon. Okay. And let's say in an alternate universe, he was pooping. In an alternate universe, he was pooping at noon, and he died with from a heart attack. Oh my god. Okay. It's a non sequitur. Okay. I think it's a non sequitur. No, okay, sure. You know what? You you do you. A conclusion or statement that does not logically follow from the previous argument or statement. And it's probably not exactly a non... Yeah, it's not. Maybe post hoc. It's good, solid scientific data. (laughs) Don't challenge me. (laughs) No, I'm doing good, man. I'm on cloud nine a little bit. uh, I've just been enjoying life and feeling good and uh, still losing weight. Keto's going great. I had a good stream last night and then also raised some complaints uh, at the job here at Subdonald's. Mm-hmm. that I didn't think we're going to go anywhere. And usually I don't say anything like we talked about last time. It's kind of, it's funny because we literally just talked about last time. Like, I'm keeping my head down. I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm not. And like, <laughs> then you didn't. Literally like 24 hours later, I was like, you know what? Something this needs to change around here. <laughs> and so I went into a uh, a, a chat uh, a, a chat interface uh, that we use at Subdonald's. And I posted uh, some, some critique, some cri- uh, constructive yeah. critique. You know, that was put in very positive very yeah. affirming language i wasn't like super negative because that 
That irks me when people do that. Like, honestly. I, I, I went to buy a sub at Sub Donald's the other day, and let me tell you. <laughs> this company's going down. Down like the Hindenburg. It's like, okay, all right. So you fired up AIM and cracked your knuckles and were like, oh, Yeah, I, fire, I fired up, uh, yeah. And rant. What, what was the other one? Not, not AIM. AIM was great. That was around for a long time. What was it uh, uh, before that? IRC? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I fired up IRC. IRC's still around. Anyway, so I wrote a little critique and, uh, like, faith in humanity restored a little bit because I actually got a response, like, almost immediately from somebody with the communications team and they were like, hey, uh, project manager such and such is going to reach out to you here shortly. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll see about that. Is it this one? And uh, is it this let's see. Area? Hold on. No, no, no. No, no I'll, show, I'll, I'll tell oh, you later. Okay. I'll tell you after okay. the fact. Okay. But anyway, the actual uh, project manager for this particular feature that I was criticizing, like literally DM'd me we chatted Whoa. for like hours, and Whoa. at the end of it, he was like, "Yo, where do you work?" And so I was like, "Hey, I'm in, you know, server support for Subdonalds." And uh, and he said he was like, "I like the way you think. I've got contacts, and da, 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 da. we should talk." And I was like, "Dang!" So out of my constructive criticism and my assistance in helping this uh, this fine gentleman resolve uh, an issue that I had noticed i actually may have gotten a job i may have gotten a promo opportunity out of that so basically we have scientifically concluded he was like hey you seem competent do you want a job and i was like i sure do let's make that happen we've scientifically concluded that any opinions that we share on this podcast don't follow them and life will go well for you because we said yeah keep your head down (laughs) right whatever we say (laughs) do the opposite (laughs) <laughs> and you did the opposite. I did. <laughs> Woo! And it felt great. And it worked out. <laughs> and I made a friend, and he's uh, a lot higher up on the food chain than me. And he, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say he offered me a job per se, but he pretty much straight up was like, I'll show you the DM here in a minute. His uh, his username is very inappropriate. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a shame we can't talk about that. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so yesterday was a good day for me. Stream, and my, like I said, my stream went good last night. And Side hustle's going good. Main hustle's going good. I mean, I guess that's one thing to talk about. Like, I do, sometimes I just get in these negative mental spaces. Like, I was just struggling really bad with paranoia and anxiety the other day. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't really swing toward, like, the, de- the depression side of the spectrum. I'm more, like, hanging out firmly in the like ang- high anxiety yeah. paranoia area. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, dude, like, it, just, I, my brain just runs away with it and I can't control it. Because, like, after I, you know, was able to, like, sleep and eat and recenter myself and I got back the next day and decided, like, I was going to try not to not be so negative and not be as affected by that things went really good and i wasn't you know it was a lot of that was just like it was all in my head we'd like we talked about the spotlight effect you know yeah it's the spotlight effect and then there's that other thing where like if you're if you are depressed a psychologist would a good one would say something like okay like let's try this exercise wake up in the morning and just smile as wide as possible at the mirror and you're and you will actually be happier later and say to yourself you're terrific. No, don't do that. Correct. Not people like, not like that. People like you. The point is, is that <laughs> the more you act out the thing that you want to be, right? You'll start, beca- you'll start emotionally lining up with that. Yeah, 
Okay, yeah. I can go with that. So like, it's kind of like the same. I, I wish I hustled, and but you're like feeling lazy. You're feeling like a, a, a like a sloth. And you're like I just want to watch Netflix, but you're like I want to hustle. If you actually started doing something towards that hustle, the whole time while still being super negative, emotionally, it, you'll eventually start being aligned with that positivity. It's like the self version of like you know when you hang out with a certain person like all the time and they have a certain mannerism and then you like adopt their mannerism. You ever notice yourself do that? No. <laughs> Seriously. Serious. <laughs> I I do you have that one friend that maybe has like a weird catchphrase and like you hang out with them the first time and you're like that's a weird catchphrase and then like months later you do it and you're like oh snap. I caught it. Yeah. It's kind of that, but, like, for yourself. Now I'm thinking really negatively about this. I'm like, okay, who has hung out with me that has adopted my... <laughs> <laughs> who have I infected? Cubby. <laughs> Probably infected Cubby. He's... <laughs> Sorry, Cubby. <laughs> for a while there, Molly and I will be, like, super sarcastic towards each other to the point where it's, like, it's mean if you just hurt us. Right, if you don't know you're memeing. Yeah, if you don't You're know, like, oh my goodness. You're like, they hate each other. Like, they are going to murder each other. Or And then I started doing it to, like, Cubby and Sid while they were, hanging, like, living with us or whatever. And then it was, like, it was super weird because they started being like, oh my gosh. And picking up our humor and then firing it back at me. Yeah. And Sid's a very serious person. Right. So when she fires one, you're like, whoa. Ooh. Shots fired. Yeah. I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> I couldn't tell. Wow. She out-trolled you. That's rare. That is rare. In your family. Yeah. You're all expert trolls. You could, you could out-troll me. A little bit, but only because I've studied you. Mm. The only person I can't out-troll is Wade. I don't I don't know if I can out-troll him either sometimes. <laughs> he's really good at it. <laughs> and you never know if he's being serious or not, ever, <laughs> at any time. Like, it doesn't matter where you... You could be at a funeral, and you're like, bro, you, uh, are you, are you being serious right now? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so it's like the self version of catching something from someone else. You basically yeah. just like, but I don't know. Is that like fake it till you make it? Because I don't agree with that ideology at all. I hate it when people but say stuff like that. It's psychologically fake accurate. it till you make it. It's like, actually like a, a real psychological thing. There's another thing called the Benjamin Franklin effect. Have you heard this thing? No, go for it. So Benjamin Franklin had this guy that was in politics that hated his guts, like absolutely deplored him, and. They, like, never spoke to each other or whatever. And Benjamin Franklin, like, wanted to get that guy to change and like him. So he knew that guy was an avid reader and, like, obsessed with books. And he also knew which book he was obsessed with. I don't know what the name of it. So in one of Benjamin Franklin's journals, he said like, that he sent a note to this guy asking him, saying, like, hey, I know that you're a really avid reader. I know that your your taste in books is really good. Can I please, could you please lend me, do me a favor and lend me that book? I would really like to read it. So he did, and the guy, like, immediately was like, oh, yeah, here you go, gave it to him in the mail or whatever. And then a week later, Benjamin Franklin returned the book with a note saying thank you so much. The next time they were in whatever the political space The was, parliament. Sure. The guy came up to... That's Britain. Just go with it. <laughs> the, guy, <laughs> the guy came up to him, and they were, like, best friends ever since. Yeah. And so they, people study this, and basically the rule of thumb is if somebody else does a favor for you that person is more likely to like you or have, like, positive feelings towards you. Well, I don't think it's that, though. When I was hearing the story, what I, what I, my association was basically that, like, uh, Benjamin Franklin, like, put his pride aside 
and his ego and sort of like entreated himself to the guy and put the guy on a little bit higher standing than himself. Sure. So he was like, hey, you're a great expert on, like, you know, it's like almost like patronizing, but not, but not start in a douchey comp- way. Start, start with a compliment. Right. Like, hey, I know you're but, really an expert on this book and I, I'm, in, I'm interested to learn more about that. Could you, could you please, could you please lend the book to me? Kind gotcha. sir. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, and the guy's like, oh, looks like old Benny is coming in line with the fact that I'm great. That makes sense. But they've done like double blind studies now. Okay. Like where there there's not compliments about it or whatever. There's just like I guess more objective data. Interesting. And so the Benjamin Franklin effect has been studied and like is a thing where it's in that same vein of doing something that lines up with your actions and then your brain it's called cognitive dissonance. Your brain will be like, You're not supposed to be doing this. You hate this guy. What the heck? And then eventually that cognitive dissonance needs to be resolved. Dissonance in music needs mm-hmm. to be resolved, right? So your your brain will do something or your body will do something. And if you can force your body to do something, then you know your brain will do the resolution. If you do, if you are only using your brain and you're not acting upon it, then your body will do the resolution. In other words, like if you're only using your brain to direct like hateful energy towards something and you don't will your body to overcome that, then you will actually perform hateful deeds towards somebody. Does that make sense? Most yeah. of the time. Most of the time. But if you actually hate somebody and then you will your body to perform a non-hateful action towards somebody, you're creating dissonance that has to be resolved. And your brain, most of the time, will resolve it towards being like, oh, I did that action for a reason. I must actually kind of like that guy. I think it I think it matters, too, like how bad the hate is, right? Sure. Because it could have been easy for that guy to be like... Uh, you'll get you'll pro- you'll get this book when you pry it from my cold dead hands, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but he yeah. didn't. He like yeah. let him borrow it. Yeah, because that all hinged on that act, right? Right. He could have, or he could have just ignored the letter and thrown it away. That's an in- that's interesting, dude. That's but I mean, like mar- marital counselors, they'll do say the same thing. Like, hey, why don't you actually like do something for yeah. your spouse? I know. And we'll see how you feel next week. Totally, dude. That was a big part. Acts, I'm not speaking, acts of service was like a big part of like uh, resolving when and my wife were having from, issues. I'm not speaking from experience. We have a very perfect relationship. Yeah, so, like we've me never, too. We've I've never, never had me the same. Uh, we've never done anything. Yeah. Nope, never so I, had any trouble I don't at have all. To, I don't have to like do, do nice things to my, towards my <laughs> wife because I already like her. And she already likes me, so it's like it's perfect. You know, we sleep in different rooms, and I never <laughs> see her. But I think things are going pretty good. <laughs> she hasn't expressed any issues to me. <laughs> you ever have someone talking to you for advice and while they're telling you you're just like you're like, "Oh my god. This is bad." And this guy has no idea. <laughs> I I've heard some bad advice like that before. Not even no, I mean like when somebody's asking you for advice oh, oh. and they're telling you their problem oh. and you're just like inside your mind it's just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> It's like, hey man, I know uh, you, you. You said you almost got divorced, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but you and your wife are doing good now. Oh yeah, man. Like awesome. Like really good. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something. So I've been going out. I'm, <laughs> so let me ask you something. Like I've been going out with the guys a lot, and my wife, like last time, last couple times I went out, she gets really sarcastic right before I leave. And, um, you know, I usually stay out, like, all night. Like, sometimes I'll stay at my buddy's place or whatever. Like, I don't know. She just seems like she's being real bitchy about it. And you're, like, <laughs> you, you, and you're just like, oh, my God, man, what are you doing? How do you not know this is bad already? But, like, you can't, you want to be, like, chill about it. So you're like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, okay. I could see what? why you would say that. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And she keeps saying I don't spend enough time with her. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> That's where my mind went I'm on picturing it. the meme where he's like... Yeah, the blinking guy. The blinking guy. <laughs> totally. What's well, interesting episode full of pop psychology and wonderment? Um, I love the I love that stuff. Probably a little too much, because like if you get in if you get into psychological studies, then the, it kind of sucks the meaning out of life sometimes when you start talking about it and you're like, well, we're all just a bunch of like uh, manipulated robots. Right, we're all very predictable. I mean, <laughs> we are. We are. It's yeah. so true. Like they have gotten down to a science where they can predict who you're going, which party you're going to vote for based on your personality. Hmm. I mean, think about it. Like liberal politics tends to be more of a compassionate based politics like when it comes to policy sure and like, then well, the, let's say like you then know, the other side might be like more rational thinking very thing. blunt people they're like right. well there are natural order hierarchies right black liberal, black and white not yeah. not gray and the liberal is gonna say something like um well like yeah there are natural hierarchies but we want to like that we want to just diffuse those so that we can have equality and like and peace amongst everybody that's a very empathetic personality right? and, then, and then the uh the, the moderate is just the guy who's like hey listen man can i just want to like just leave me alone <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> yeah yeah a very secluded person <laughs> you do you i'll be over here <laughs> gun control i don't care <laughs> just i don't control the guns don't control the guns leave me, alone. Just, just leave me alone i'll vote on your thing make a bill yes yeah, I'm, I'm very busy think about the most extreme right person extreme left person you know and they probably fit those two personality types one or the other yeah totally that's why two party the two party system is so alluring and has yeah, not been so like unilaterally just shot down by the entire society because they're just like this makes sense we'll just we'll just all fit ourselves into one of these two groups and it'll be fine yeah even though it doesn't work yeah but that's not a, this isn't a political podcast but anyway thanks for listening sneak a break uh appreciate you guys so hey break. just do us a favor and break for those snakes head to <laughs> anchor.fm snack break with Dan and Tate I guess there's a slash in there somewhere. Somewhere. You can go to our show page. You can download the app. You can go to the show page. You can leave us a voice message. We'd be glad to answer it on the show. Uh, and then, you know, you can find us on... Uh, uh, where? Uh, I guess that's it right now. I, I made know. a Twitter, but I haven't done anything. I almost posted it. a meme that was related to one of our... We are at Snack Break Pod on Twitter. Okay. There's no... We're just an egg. We don't have a description. But you could still tweet us. Sure. We'll probably tweet back. Yeah. Anyway, appreciate all the support, guys. Hope you're enjoying these shows. And, uh, you know, if you want to leave us a rating or some feedback on uh, iTunes or on Anchor. Don't. Do it. (laughs) Wait. No, do it. (laughs) Damn it.